Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Matt Clark, research analyst here with Money and Markets with your Bull and the Bear podcast. I'm going to start by thanking every one of you who watch our videos on YouTube every week. Our entire team takes a lot of pride in providing you with the best analysis uh, of the stock market and the economy each and every week. And if you haven't already, I do want to make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast syndicator, uh, wherever that may be. Also, make sure you head over to moneyandmarkets.com. It is your home for safe, sound, smart, simple, and profitable investment information. On the site, you can check out our Green Zone rating system that rates thousands of stocks based on six fundamental and technical metrics. Uh, create your own watch list, track your stock performance, and get our own in-depth analysis. And it is all for free. Now I want to move on with today's podcast. Um, emotions are running high in the markets right now. Uh, indexes are swinging, swinging up and down. Investors are buying and selling off headlines. Uh, it, it's basically a bit, of a, a bit of pandemonium. But it begs the question, could what amounts to a robot beat the market and provide us uh, with returns without all this drama? Now in 2019, I found this article. In 2019, CNBC posted an article about a revolutionarily new exchange-traded fund. Now it wasn't new at the time, it was just kind of new to them. Um, the fund was groundbreaking because it used artificial intelligence and machine learning to buy and sell holdings in the ETF. Now, at the time of the publication, the uh, Equibot AI-powered equity ETF trades on, trades under the ticker AIEQ was up 19% on the year compared to the S&P's gain of only 17%, which made it kind of newsworthy at the time because it was actually beating the S&P 500, which was going through a, a, a nice right in the middle of that bull market uh, run that we saw, uh, that we've seen uh, that's been a record. Um, AIEQ was launched in October of 2017 and uses AI to build predictive models uh, on the universe of all U.S. stocks. Uh, those models identify stocks that have the most potential for capital appreciation. But does using only algorithms and machine learning qualify as a substitute for human subjectivity and analysis? Today, I'm going to take a deeper dive into some ETFs uh, that only use ATI and very little human interaction to rotate in and out of holdings and tell you how they stack up. And I'm going to give you my take on including these ETFs in your portfolio. But first, let's take a look at AIEQ. It's essentially a quantitative ETF that uses AI to invest in growth and value stocks um, across various sectors and market caps. Now, we can start by comparing AIEQ with the S&P 500, which is actually the ETF's benchmark, uh, from the time AIEQ was launched on the market in late 2017. Now, in 2018, AIEQ did outperform the S&P 500, but only slightly, only by about 4 or 5%. With the exception of a brief uptick in 2021, the index actually outperformed AIEQ by a pretty wide margin. As of this recording this week, uh, from 2017 to today, AIEQ was up about 39.8%, while the S&P 500 was up 65.3%. So a pretty wide margin there to, 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 to take it into account. Remember, the goal of these ETFs is to perform better than the benchmark, and AIEQ has not done that. Now let's zero in to just this year, where we've seen a lot more market volatility and, and markets being down on the broad sense. 
And it's been a rough year for the markets. We can see the AIEQ is down 17% since the start of the year, while the S&P 500 is only off by about 10.5%. So in both instances, the long-term and the short-term, the benchmark index is widely outperforming the ETF that relies only on artificial intelligence and very little human interaction to make holding decisions. Now, you might think this is an anomaly. So I found a few more ETFs uh, that use artificial intelligence and track their performance over a year against the S&P 500. In addition to AIEQ, I found the Merlin AI Bull Rider Bear Fighter ETF, that's actually its name, trades on the NASDAQ under the ticker WIZ or WIZ. It rotates around momentum stocks based on performance of the broader market. Then there's the Merlin AI Sector Surfer Momentum ETF. It trades under the ticker symbol DUDE or DUDE, of course, Sector Surfer. There you go. It invests in both public equity and fixed income. So you can think like bonds um, to, to attract performance. And then there's the Merlin AI Tactical Growth and Income ETF, which trades on the NASDAQ under SNUG or SNUG, which like Wiz, uh, invests in momentum stocks across different market caps. The results are actually pretty compelling. All four of the AI-powered ETFs I tracked didn't come close to matching the performance of the broader S&P 500. AIEQ was off by 12%, the largest dip, while Dude and Snug were both negative, um, less than a percent negative, but still negative. And only Wiz had positive performance of the last 12 months. It was up 2.7%. Consider this, however, the S&P 500 is up almost 7.6% during that same time. So this would suggest that putting your money in the Spider S&P 500 ETF trust, which is SPY, uh, would actually give you better overall performance than investing in any of these AI-powered ETFs. What this tells me is that there may be a good place uh, for using artificial intelligence in the stock market, but relying on it solely is really not a good idea right now. There's no substitute for instinct, and these ETFs really miss out on that. Now, it doesn't mean that AI is bad. It's quite the contrary. Artificial intelligence is, and even using AI to look for investments is not a bad idea, but we can't completely eliminate the human element. Traders use algorithms uh, to find uh, trading indicators all the time. It's, it's common practice, um, but it's balanced with good old-fashioned human thinking, intuition, and analysis. It's basically what we do with our flagship investment service, Green Zone Fortunes. Adam, Charles, and myself use our proprietary Green Zone rating system to find strong investments, but we balance that with our own analysis to find perfect stocks for your portfolio that we believe will triple the market over a time period. We're extremely bullish on AI as a broader technology um, we, we, and its place in our society and what, we, and what we're going to be using AI for, not only now, but in the future. But we also understand the human balance needed uh, to fully capture the benefits artificial intelligence will have. Now, I want to make sure that, you're not, that there's no confusion here. These AI-powered ETFs are not investing in AI-related stocks. There are two different kinds of baskets we're talking about here. There's AI ETFs, which invest in AI companies, and there's AI-powered ETFs, which use artificial intelligence to invest in holdings that aren't necessarily artificial intelligence. These could be much larger, larger cap stocks. These could be a wide range of things. So there is a difference. Um, and what I'm talking about here is AI-powered stocks, which are the ones that use artificial intelligence, not the ones that invest in artificial intelligence. Now, with all that said, again, I, I think you're better off right now if you're wanting to just track performance. Uh, SPY is a much better alternative than any of these uh, ETFs that use uh, artificial intelligence to power their decision making at this point. Now, let's revisit our YouTube poll question from last week. We want to know if you've been part of the great resignation of 2021 and 2022. And if so, 
we asked why you quit your job. 36% of those who took part in the poll said they were still working for their employer, while 32% said they left their job because their wages were too low. Not necessarily, un, not necessarily unexpected here. Another 12% said they retired early. 3%, which this is kind of surprising, 3% left their job because it required them to return to the office. So they actually found a remote position. I kind of expected that percentage to maybe be a little bit higher, um, but not necessarily surprising that there were people uh, who took the poll who said they left because they didn't want to return to the office. They would rather work from home. We also had a few give their thoughts on why they left. 100-day EDT uh, said on YouTube, my job has low pay but good benefits. Love my job but can't afford to stay. So I'm looking for my pay and hope I don't regret what I traded away for higher wages. I think that's a kind of a, a, a pitfall that we all try to avoid uh, when we're looking for another job. And that is we want more pay, better satisfaction, but do we really want to sacrifice what we may be leaving? Unless, of course, that's uh, you know, a toxic situation that we just absolutely have to get out of. Kimberly added, I quit because I had a thankless job and can do much better as my own boss. And we're seeing this a lot here where people are either uh, branching out on their own, freelancing, or, or becoming uh, you're basically becoming their own boss uh, and doing their work so they can kind of set their hours, pick and choose what they want to do, and still get paid. It increases job satisfaction. In some instances, actually increases the amount you get paid. So very interesting results here for our YouTube poll. And uh, uh, you know, remember, we do these every week. Um, thanks to everyone who takes part in them. And you can vote on our weekly polls uh, on our YouTube page. If you go to our YouTube page, uh, you just search the community tab, and they're usually right there at the top. Now, if you do have a question about a particular stock or a sector that you'd like Adam, Charles, or myself to take a look at, you can email us. The email address to reach us at is feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. We'll put that email address right down there. Uh, you can email us or you can comment below on our YouTube page if you're listening to this um, as a video. Either way, we like to look and see what you have to say. Uh, and if we do use your uh, question, if you submit a question and we use it, uh, we're going to make sure that we send you out some Money and Markets gear. We've had we've sent out a ton of gear already because we've had a lot of questions. We love to see them. Uh, we, we love to get them. So please do so. Email us feedback at moneyandmarkets.com or comment down below on our YouTube channel. Also head over to moneyandmarkets.com, sign up for our free daily e-letter. We give you all that safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your portfolio delivered to your inbox for free seven days a week. Also check out our proprietary green zone rating system. You can use our metrics and get the ratings of thousands of stocks. Just go to the website, uh, type in your stock, uh, your stock ticker or company name in the search bar on the top right. Uh, and uh, you'll pull down the rating system. It's broken down by our six metrics. It's overall ranking. You get a stock chart, you get fundamental data and any analysis we have on that company. And it's all free to use at moneymarkets.com. Create your own watch list of stocks as well. You can track performance and you can do all that, like I said, for free at moneymarkets.com. Uh, and that's all for me this week. I do hope uh, that everyone is getting through the market volatility. Uh, it is up and down, uh, but trust me, we've, uh, we've got your back. We're here for you and we're going to help you out uh, with uh, analysis and uh, information to get you through uh, some tough market times. Until next time, this is Money and Markets Research Analyst and host of the Bull and the Bear podcast, Matt Clark, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 